Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the airwaves of the voice of the Cape 91.3 FM and 95.8 in the Boland. A very big shukran to our producer, that is Tasneem Adams. Just a reminder to our listeners that you can participate in the program by giving us a call on the number 021-442-3530. Alternatively, by sending us your question or comment via the SMS line, and that is 47913, or via WhatsApp on the number 0722380712. Now, on the burning issue this evening, before we get into the program, we trust, alhamdulillah, that you had a joyous Eid. And that you continue to keep our hujjaj in your du'as as they wind down their hajj. Uh, two topics this evening. We break down last week's constitutional court ruling uh, that new homeowners are not liable for historical debt taken over from previous owners. The high court application saw property owners take on Chwane and Ukurleni for cutting municipal services to new homeowners who had inherited historical debt. And that's at about 7 till about 8 this evening, inshallah, and at about 8 o'clock, we look at Metro Rail and uh, will they improve its archaic infrastructure and its dismal service levels. Uh, the public thinks not. We'll chat about that around 8 o'clock this evening, inshallah. Uh, obviously, keeping in mind that we have the Isha break uh, just after 7 this evening, inshallah. Now, uh, let's see if we have our guest on the line, and that is uh, Peter Livanos. Do we have a good evening to you, Peter? Much for having me on your show. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, let me just do a quick introduction whilst I have you on the line. Now, it says that a precedent-setting ruling gives relief to home and business owners who have been saddled with years of historical municipal debt dating back 20 years and have been denied municipal services until the debt had been paid. The outstanding debt includes water, electricity, rates and taxes, uh, charges associated with the property. Now we are joined online by Peter Levanos, who is the Managing Director of Municipal Debt Specialist New Ventures. Um, uh, Mr. Levanos, could you just maybe just give us a brief background to this particular matter? Yes, with absolute pleasure. So initially, uh, we acted for a number of our clients uh, that were transferring properties. Now, these properties, unfortunately, had exorbitant high municipal debt attached to them. And when they obtained clearance figures from the respective municipalities, uh, these were in a form blocking the transfer because of the excessive uh, arrears. So the customers approached our firm, as this is exactly what we specialize in. We specialize in the auditing, the reduction and the full and final settlement of clearance figures on people's properties. So we uh, concluded the various matters. Naturally, whenever we act on a, a matter for clients, uh, we indemnify our clients against any future claims that a municipality may, may, may have against the client. So nonetheless, we, uh, we, we proceeded. We settled all the debts. The properties were transferred to the new owners. The new owners then attempted to go and open consumers' agreements uh, where the municipalities then refused services. In other words, they did not want to give them electricity. And in many of the instances, they uh, effectively also blocked the new owners opening up a consumer's agreement. And in some cases, even blackmailed the clients to uh, sign acknowledgments of debts for previous historical debt that was attached to the property from many, many, many years ago and previous owners. 
And at this point, this is when our customers came back to us and obviously were in a terrible state. I mean, their homes had no electricity. Many of the people had children and elderly people staying in them. And uh, we obviously took the matter on to the high court uh, as we promised our clients we would not let them down. So this is where the whole fight actually started back in 2013. Uh, well, the recent fight was 2013. We've actually been fighting the municipalities on Section 118 since 2002. Do we still have Peter on the line? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I believe we also have Gary Ross, uh, an attorney on the line. Gary, very, very good evening to you. Hi, nice to be with you and your listeners. Uh, thanks very much. Uh, now, you've heard what uh, Peter, you know, uh, had uh, given us a bit of a, a background to this particular matter. Uh, maybe just a quick comment from your side as well. Yeah, well, obviously I've represented uh, Peter and the Ventures Group and the applicants in these matters. And um, it's been a long, hard uh, fight since December 2013. Um, but it's, yeah, we're really pleased with the results. And, um, and I think, uh, you know, it's a really, really awesome result for property owners uh, across the country because they're no longer being held liable for the, the old owner's death which is a huge, huge step forward. Mm -hmm. Maybe just a question to you, Gary, and that is that I know that there were two, uh, for example, municipalities uh, involved in this particular one, uh, but being a Concord judgment, maybe just for our listeners, it does not only apply then to those two municipalities, it, across, it applies then across the board to all municipalities. Would that be correct? Sure. Yeah, that, that's entirely correct. The initial uh, High Court application was brought in the North Gauteng High Court, and it was brought against two municipalities, specifically the city of Tuane and the city of the Kurulene, or the Kurulene Metropolitan Municipality. Um, but once the uh, courts acquired, the North Gauteng High Court had found um, that the section on which the municipalities were relying was constitutionally invalid, the, 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 the civil procedure requires that that, um, that that finding be confirmed by the constitution court. And so the North Gauteng High Court referred this matter then to the uh, Constitutional Court. Now, now, had it remained in the North Gauteng High Court, then obviously the only municipalities that would be bound by that would effectively be the ones in Gauteng, Joburg, and so on. Mm -hmm. but, but having now had it referred to the Constitutional Court, which is obviously the apex court in our country, the highest court in the land, mm -hmm. That jurisdiction applies now across the country and across all municipalities, all provinces um, throughout the Republic. Mm -hmm. so, um, so, so this ruling has got jurisdiction across all of those, um, all, all, you know, the entire country. No, for sure. Uh, Peter, uh, a question to you. Why spend 13 million on fighting this case? You know, people might ask the question, what's in it for you? Yeah, you know, initially it would have actually been cheaper had we just paid the municipality the so-called fees uh, or the so-called historical debts. I mean, in some of the instances, our fees were as low as two and 3,000 rand, what we charged our clients, uh, which is an absolute fraction of what we spent. But, you know, we're a very moral, a very, uh, very ethical organization. And, you know, uh, first of all, I did not want to allow the municipalities to get away with murder and simply blackmail my clients and abuse their powers. 
you know, also these customers trusted us. And, you know, if it wasn't for us, I actually have no idea what would have happened to these people. You know, uh, uh, you know the, the end result of what the municipality was trying to achieve was that if these people hadn't paid their, these previous historical debts from other owners, the municipality was trying to actually get orders against the new owners, attach the properties, and sell the new owners' properties for previous historical debts. So, you know, you know we could not sit back and just allow this, this to happen. It's just plainly and completely wrong. So, you know, we took, you know, my family and I took a, took a decision, are we going to uh, stand by our word no matter what it takes? And we, we decided that no matter what it takes, we will not allow South Africans to be uh, hurt <laughs> the way the municipalities were attempting to. You know, we did approach many uh, big financial organizations, big property groups for, not, for financial assistance and legal assistance. And unfortunately, everyone just sat back and waited for us to fight it. Uh, I suppose, you know, we've won many, many court cases in the past and everyone was just hoping and praying we'd continue going through it. So it was very trying and testing and very financially straining on all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just really did our absolute best and we didn't want to let people down. Well, I mean, certainly you did an excellent job at this one. Um, just for our listeners, once again, uh, the Concord judgment really found that upon transfer of a property, a new owner is not liable for old municipal debt. If you, the listener, would like to participate in the program, you have any questions or comment, uh, we are joined online by um, Peter Levanos, who is the Managing Director of Municipal Debt Specialist New Ventures. And then we also have the representing attorney, and that's um, Gary Ross. Uh, we can send us those questions and comment after the Wakta Visha, inshallah. Uh, but for now, let's hear from Gary. Uh, maybe just give us uh, you know, an explanation of the judgment, uh, just so our listeners can understand. And then also, why is it so significant? Sure. Well, the, the Constitutional Court was asked by the North Kharteng High Court to confirm its decision of constitutional invalidity. And um, it referred the, the, the case to the Con- Constitutional Court. Um, the Constitutional Court then looked at the argument that we had presented, which essentially had two legs. The first leg was an interpretive uh, leg, and the second leg was the constitutional leg. And effectively the Constitutional Court ruled that the section could be interpreted in a way which was consistent with the Constitution. In other words, looking at it through a constitutional prism, you could then say, well, was Section 1183, could it be interpreted in another way that would make it constitutionally acceptable? And, and they then, that's effectively the ruling that Judge Justice Cameron um, handed down. And that is to say that he issued a declaration which said that the municipalities may not attempt to hold the new owners liable for the uh, old owners' historical debt. In other words, it did not survive transfer as the municipalities were attempting to, to interpret the section. So, other than, sorry, Gary, other than effectively saying, for example, that uh, the previous owner, that they should then in fact try and recover uh, the monies exactly. from, the, from the previous owner? Yeah, that's exactly right. So the key point really is, is that the, the municipality's claim doesn't disappear. The, dis- the, the claim just must be uh, uh, exercised or enforced against the person who, in fact, incurred the debt. 
mm-hmm. or the owner at the time that the debt is incurred. So, okay. so, so, for example, instead of going after the new owner, which is obviously easy, they should then go after the, the old owner. So, so effectively, um, the debt still remains due and payable. It's just that it must not be paid by the new owner. It should be paid by the person uh, who incurred the debt, which is, which is, you know, one would suggest self-explanatory and, and obvious, but, but um, you know, that wasn't the approach taken by the municipality, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But if they now go after the old owner, maybe just a question from my side, Gary. Sure. Uh, what about the Prescription Act? Well, the prescription, well, obviously the, the municipality's claim would be governed by prescription, but there's two elements to the prescription um, argument. The first is, is around the tax component. So that's like rates and taxes and sewerage and various other um, sort of tax-based or tax-type charges. Now, those charges in terms of the Prescription Act will only prescribe after 30 years. Mm-hmm. So, so, so um, the municipality's claim there would be would be quite robust and obviously would stand for that period of time. The, the, the consumption charges are a slightly different situation because they're, and those are things like electricity and water and those things that are metered. Well, those, being, th- those uh, charges would prescribe after three years, provided that they weren't interrupted. Info- interrupted now, yeah. they can be interrupted in summonses or by a payment. So, so there, one would have to look at the facts of each situation. But, um, but in principle, the, um, the charges would prescribe after three years, and the, um, and the, 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 the tax components, like rates, those would only prescribe after 30 years. Mm-hmm. Well, Peter Levanos, Managing Director of Municipal Debt Specialist New Ventures and Attorney Gary Ross do stay on the line. We're going to go for a quick ad break and when we come back we'll continue with the program called The Burning Issue here on The Voice of the Cape. The Burning Issue with Ridwan Ahmed. Welcome back. And if you have just joined us on the burning issue this evening, we're looking at new homeowners not being liable for historical debt. And this was subsequent to a concord judgment. That's our constitutional court. Now we are joined online by Peter Levanos, who is the managing director of municipal debt specialist New Ventures, as well as his attorney, Gary Ross. Now, uh, Peter, just from your side, what types of properties or transfers does the court's decision relate to? Yes, it actually applies to all properties uh, that are residential, commercial, industrial. Um, it applies to all types of transfers, whether it's a normal estate agency trans- uh, trans- transfer with a willing buyer, willing seller, repossessed properties by sheriffs, auctions, liquidations, sequestrations, deceased estates. It's all types of properties, all transfers, every type. You know, in the past, there were a couple of judgments that have come up over the last few years which have confused the historical debt situation. Um, Our our court case uh, was also designed to try to bring clarity for all property in South Africa, no matter what type of transfer it is. Mm -hmm. Now, would you say that the judgment reinforces property rights in the country? and boosts confidence within our economy. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I think even, even you know, when the banks were in the Concord um, arguing, I think they made a very, very clear case to our 11 judges that if the municipalities won this and effectively the banks would lose their surety to a very large degree, 
um, the banks basically would have had to stop giving bonds as easy as the, oh, I don't say as easy, but it would have made the, 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 the giving or the loaning of uh, bonds much more difficult. Uh, some of the arguments that, that come up that they would probably even only be willing to offer 50% of, of values of properties. So to a very, very large degree, you know, this, this could have crippled our entire property economy. It would have hurt our national and international credit ratings. Uh, the, the, the whole knock-on and ripple effect throughout the country, I mean, you can just imagine the catastrophic and devastating effects it could have had on our economy. I mean, our economy is already suffering enough. This just would have made things so much worse. So a lot of people, and I mean, I, I, mean, I, I, I deal with big property groups and investors and buyers and sellers all the time. I mean, this is who I consult for. And the general consensus of the public was that they just didn't want to buy property because it felt too risky to buy property. People would be so scared that you'd go and invest your entire life savings into a property only to see that the municipality snatches it away from you because they themselves failed to collect the debt from the person who incurred the debt many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. So uh, as Managing Director for New Ventures, what would your message be to uh, potential new homeowners or buyers? My message to them is I think you can start to sleep a little bit better at night. I think it was a mockery that, the, that, that people even had to consider this. I think it was disgusting, to say the least, that people had to be treated with such disdain and disrespect that their constitutional right to services were denied by these municipalities that simply didn't do their job from the beginning. So long story short, I think everybody, you know, nothing has really changed. Everything has kind of just gone back to normal. I think it was just a, a perverted state of affairs, what was going on, and I'm just glad that, that, that we managed to bring a, bring a stop to it. Mm-hmm. Now, um, some people might not, you know, have, well, some of them might have read the newspapers, uh, some of us might have seen it on the internet, but if someone maybe just wants a bit more information or some advice, you know, would they be able to contact New Ventures? Absolutely. In fact, we have a, we have a free rates help desk that we offer to all estate agents, Mm-hmm. Uh, all properties, buyers, sellers, uh, transferring attorneys, conveyancing attorneys, and the banks. We also act for a number of the banks in the country. And our website is www.municipaldebt.co.za. And if you just click on one of our links on a free rates help desk, before you transfer a property, if you're concerned or would like a clearance fix, uh, check, we, we will do a free analysis for you, and we will come back with a, a report to you with what our findings are. If there is exorbitant debt on the property and we believe that we can assist, uh, at no upfront cost we will assist uh, the, the, the property owner to reduce and settle the debt in full and we will then recover our fees out of the savings created. So there's absolutely no upfront cost whatsoever. And naturally we give an indemnity to all of our clients that if there's any kind of a comeback, no matter what it takes, we will deal with the municipalities on their behalf, as we have done over the last couple of years that led all the way to the Concord. That's like it. Okay, Gary, uh, I read yeah. here that another consequence of the Concord ruling, um, you know, is more broadly welcomed, which is the scrapping of an unjust way of collecting debts. Municipalities yeah. will be forced to pay more attention to stopping debts building up in the first place as opposed to collecting afterwards. Maybe just your comment on that. Yeah, well, it, it's interesting, in the Constitutional Court, the, the minister's um, advocates conceded um, that, in fact, the, this is an entirely self-created problem. In other words, the municipality 
if they had done their, car, their, 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 their job properly in the first place, there should never be this debt uh, existing on the property. Um, bearing in mind that, that, that the, the debt in question is by definition older than two years. Uh, so, you, you know, you have to ask the question, you know, why are the municipalities not collecting these debts um, as, you know, efficiently, and why are they not um, holding the, the owners of the property at the time liable for the debt uh, that, they're in, that they're incurring? So, yeah, you're, you're 100% correct that, that it is a self-created problem, and, um, and what we've got to hope now is that the municipalities will take their constitutional obligation to collect these debts uh, seriously and that they will do so efficiently and effectively um, going forward. Mm-hmm. This is my attention very quickly to our WhatsApp line. There's a message here from 3940 and it says, Thank you, Levanos family and Mr. Gary Ross for showing integrity to this level. I feel so angered that the municipalities do not show the same Shame, they rip people off, especially the vulnerable. How on earth could they pass the cost to the new owner whilst the previous had incurred the debt and think it is common sense? Unless they don't think things through sufficiently. Disgusting. This is how ordinary people, uh, well, I'm going to use that word, an immoral group of people called a municipality. Well, once again, a very big shukran and thank you to our listeners for their participation. Um, Peter, you want to comment on uh, that particular SMS which we received? Or just let me do another one very quickly before you comment. There's another SMS coming through from 6945. It says, Assalamu alaikum, Ridwan. Shoo! These guys are great. Well done and lots of applause. Uh, Peter, you go first. Your comment. You know, I'd like to say thank you so, so much. That from the bottom of my heart, it, 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 it's, it's so rewarding hearing that people appreciate our efforts. You know, over the last couple of years, you know, we, we approached so many big, big organizations like the Human Rights Commission, the Public Protector, the, the, the Consumer Protection Commission, and nobody wanted to come to the rescue. So that these people are actually seeing what efforts we've gone through, it's so appreciated. You have no idea. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Gary, maybe there's one for you here. It says, um, well, I think it's to, uh, uh, to, to Peter as well. It says, uh, Assalamu alaikum. Contact details of uh, um, Gary or Peter. Um, and is there a consultation fee? I think, uh, Gary, Peter, you briefly touched on it, but maybe just recap very quickly to our listeners. Yes, so absolutely. If you have any kind of a problem, and even if you have paid uh, and, and if you've been one of the people that have unfortunately uh, come under the brunt of the municipality's um, rope around your neck that you were forced to pay it, we have every, every intention of getting that money back for the people as the municipalities uh, got this money un- uh, unlawfully and there will be no charge whatsoever for, for, our, for our consultations. Uh, like I said, we will recover our, our fees uh, in some form of, of uh, out, of, out of the money we get back or something. We'll come to a, a, a win-win uh, situation. Okay, and, and then I just go if, on if to I the just, website, yes, okay? Sorry, yes, and then obviously our website is www.municipaldebt.co.za. If you just go to Google and you type municipal debt specialist, we're number one on Google, and then our phone number is 011 453 2365. 
If you do not mind, there was just something I just wanted to touch on what you and Gary were talking about a minute ago. I've been inundated over the past couple of days by a number of legal professionals, both, uh, you know, conveyancing attorneys as well as sheriffs and boards of sheriffs and all these sort of things. And I've, I've, something that has been absolutely has blown my mind is how some people are interpreting the judgment. A lot of people are saying, oh, this is wonderful. Historical debt is now scrapped and was declared unconstitutional. <laughs> Not the case whatsoever. Okay. Um, I just need to please clear this up because there's a lot of people that are thinking that all of a sudden this historical debt is gone. All that our court case has done is force the municipalities not to be able to claim this historical debt from the new from owner. The new owner, yes. The, municip- the, 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 the courts were very, very clear. They said the municipality has to go after that historical debt from the owner. So this is one of the reasons why I believe our services will be even more important than ever before is because owners of property will be forced more than ever before to settle their historical debts. However, our company is strongly of the opinion only the correct amounts, and that's why, why we will reduce the debts to the correct amount for people in terms of prescription and many, many other things that we look for. Okay, just a reminder, the website there is www.municipaldebt.co.za. Now, Gary, I'm not sure if you can comment, but I have to read the, the following message from 7294. It says, for three years, I did not receive a water and a refuse bill. According to the council, I'm not on the system. I must wait until it is finalized. Um, well, I can't make it out any further. Well, I've, uh, thank you once again to our listeners for their participation. Well, now the messages are popping up all over the place. Uh, another one here says, their place on cloud nine and heaven is guaranteed. From 5687, well done, guys. Hope you guys can tackle electricity <laughs> and pedal as well. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, Gary, uh, one of our listeners say, are saying they hope you can tackle the electricity and the petrol issue as well. Another one from 1987 says, well done, guys. Can you not fight the electricity tariffs, please? Another one from uh, 0683. Okay, I'm not going to respond to that one. I'm just acknowledging that one. Um, okay, no, I'm acknowledging that one. Okay, thanks very much, Peter, for your time and Gary as well. Peter, uh, maybe let's from Gary's side. Any concluding remark, very quickly, that you want to share with our listeners? We've got about three minutes left. Um, yeah, the last thing I just want to say is, is, is a, a congratulations to Peter and to to Costa and, and the, the team at Inventions because, frankly, without them and the efforts that they've put in, uh, we would still be faced with this ridiculous position that the municipalities were attempting to adopt. And, um, you know, I'm hugely grateful to them. And I think they've done an incredible job for, for, for their clients and also for the broader public and the broader property owners within the country. Mm-hmm. Well, Gary, sorry, another question which came through very quickly sure. from 5225. It says, what if the pre- previous owner passed away? Well, the previous, if, if the previous owner passed away, the, the municipality's claim would remain and would remain against their estate. Um, and obviously, provided that they can they can um, claim the money timely, they should then be able to get their money um, out of the, the deceased estate. Okay, uh, Peter. Last word to you, sir. Yes, uh, I just would like to say thank you very much for for having us on your show, and and we are obviously elated that we've managed to have a very very big win for all South Africans. You know, there's so much negative uh, stuff in the news that you're hearing lately. Just nothing seems to be going right mm. in our country. And I'm just so glad that we've managed to do something good for our country. I'd also like to thank our entire legal team of Gary, Linda, Howard, 
And David, uh, you know, we were, you know, if it wasn't for my legal team, you know, they represented us so well in the in the courts. And, and thank you very much to them. Just, just also something else that I do want to mention is that, you know, uh, the city of Johannesburg is a municipality that is always in the limelight and under criticism. And, you know, the, the city of Johannesburg is one of the only municipalities in South Africa out of 278 municipalities that actually abandoned the approach that Chwane and Ekuleni and many of the others did. And they went and actually obtained the historical debts from the correct entities. So I'd like to actually say to all municipalities out there, if Johannesburg can do it, why can't you? Well said there, Peter Levanos, as we said, Managing Director of Municipal Debt Specialist New Ventures. A very big thank you to you as well as to Gary Ross, attorney. Uh, and just to remind our listeners, if you, well, another couple of messages are coming through. We can't uh, take them now. We have to break for the Wacht of Isha. But you can go onto the website, which is www dot municipal dot co dot uh, Peter, thanks very much once again to you, Gary Ross, to you as well. And on that note, I say to you a very good evening. Thank you.